Welcome to the Embodied Business Revolution podcast with myself, Polly Lavarello, created for entrepreneurs and online business owners who know that business gets to be different from what we've been told. Join me and my entrepreneurial guests for insights into how they've created wild success while dropping the hustle and honoring their well-being. Because I believe that success is more than a financial destination. It's how we get to feel every day. Hello, hello, hello. So today I am talking to you about the five phases of online business growth. And yeah, I know that sounds a bit bland, but to be honest with you, it was inspired by a couple of clarity calls I had last week with women who had approached me because they wanted my support with scaling their businesses. And with within a matter of minutes, it was in fact dare I say seconds, it was apparent to me that they were nowhere near the stage that they could be considering scaling their business. And I also recognized it wasn't their fault. I mean, let's be honest, building an online business is a strange area to be growing a business, right? Because unlike many other businesses, like I know when I'm at the school gates, when people ask me what I do, I literally arm and, uh, and stutter in a way that I would never do so on this podcast or on Instagram because I know I'm talking to people who get it. But when I'm talking to day-to-day human beings, trying to explain even what an online business coach is in itself can be a bit of a hoo-ha. So it's challenging when we're doing something that our parents don't understand, even our contemporaries, if I use that, <laughs> if that word even makes sense, understands. So we're reliant on the information very often that we can find online. And of course, most of the information we find online, as is in many cases, when it comes to any kind of education we give ourselves, there's always some kind of bias behind it. And because a lot of us are learning from others of us who've been growing their businesses, a lot of the time we're learning from perhaps either somebody's experience or in the very worst case scenario, learning from the experience of the experience they had learning from the experience of some other coach. And that's when it gets really messy. I am on a mission to try and change some of that because actually when we boil it down, it gets to be kind of simple in terms of understanding what the five phases are. And the better you understand where you're at in your business and what's what you need to be focusing on, where you need to be putting your energy, the better you'll succeed in in creating a sustainable, scalable business that doesn't burn you out. So that's what I'm talking to you about today, because it's really important to me. And alongside those clarity calls this week, I've also been attempting, I use the word attempting because I am not green fingered at all, at growing sunflowers. And it's really interesting. I bought four of them. And the idea was that there would be a competition between myself, my partner, and my two children to see who could grow the tallest sunflower. Now, bear with me there. There is, there is a point to me sharing this story that relates to the five phases of growing an online business. <laughs> Two of them are already dead before we got to the stage of putting them into the soil outside. And the analogies there were just galore in terms of the early stages of growing a sunflower. There's that stage where you're just watering soil and praying that it's not all just rotting underneath the surface and that something actually is going to come through and that you didn't put it in upside down or any of the things that anyone who's not remotely green fingered like me um, worries about. And then, of course, when it does start to grow, thinking about when's the right time to put it into soil? Have you put the cane too close and wrecked all its roots? Like there's so many things. 
And what was really interesting, one got slightly neglected and the stem snapped. Another one, my daughter was overly enthusiastic when putting it into the larger bit of soil. And that one also snapped. So we're down to two sunflowers already. And it's just really interesting to recognize the time that's required to allow those roots to grow, to keep it steady, how fast it grows when it does start to grow and how long we have to wait for that beautiful blossom. And it's very similar when we're building an online business. Things don't happen overnight. And if we are to look at that sunflower seed and get frustrated with it for not blossoming sooner, you're missing out on the experience. And it is important to understand what we need to be doing from seedling to the stage that it's blossoming. And, And there's also an element of, with all of these things, there are some things we have control over and other things we don't. And learning to surrender to the things we don't have control over is also a big learning in itself. But anyway, talking about these five phases of um, online business and why they matter, another reason why I like to speak about this and why I think it's important that you're aware of this is that I like to compare it to any kind of empowered decision we make in business. The better we understand what's happening in our business, the better we can understand where we need support. You know, there's a lot of self-awareness that comes alongside growing an online business. Like for one, I quickly recognized that I potentially had ADHD because of my inability to easily focus on things. And so I quickly realized productivity tools were going to be my best friend when it comes to building an online business. Um, And I also recognized that um, learning to regulate my nervous system would be the thing that would help me get more visible. And that came later on in my business. In the earlier stages, I was very much focused on strategy um, to the extent that I almost burnt out. So the better we can understand ourselves and how we show up in our business, the better we can be supported. And again, the sooner the results come our way because we need results, right? Let's be realistic. We need to be earning money. Otherwise our online business flops and we're back to the drawing board. So while I don't like to be so results oriented, um, ultimately they they do still matter and there's no denying that. I, I do very much believe in the power of how we show up to our business every day and doing our best to be as playful and introduce as much ease as possible. But ultimately the results need to be there as well. And it's that balancing act, isn't it? So I like to compare it to if I'm going to go see a doctor and if I'm thinking about finding a coach or a mentor to help me in business, I would do similar as I, as I do with a doctor, I would do a bit of Googling to have some kind of understanding as to what are the things I may need from my doctor's appointment. So if I have a stomach pain, I will spend some time trying to figure out, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not expecting to find all the answers in the same way that if I work with a business coach, if I could find everything on Google, I wouldn't be looking for a coach. However, coming for armed and having enough basic knowledge about my health and well-being to understand, hmm, maybe it's because I don't eat dairy and I binged on dairy yesterday that my stomach is suddenly in a state. Maybe it's perpetual anxiety and stress. Going there with an awareness and an understanding of the questions I need to ask and the things that the doctor may need to know to help me get better is only going to help. And it's exactly the same with coaches. You know, you can't expect a business coach to read your mind and there's certain questions they can ask you that will help them have an understanding of your business. But again, the better self-awareness you have around your weaknesses and your strengths will help you get to what you need. So anyway... Let's get to the five phases of online business because I want to keep this um, episode short and snappy, partly because I have a call (laughs) in 15 minutes, but also because this doesn't need to be long. The very beginning of your business, when you have either become qualified as a coach or a therapist 
or whether you have incredible corporate skills that you've spent your maternity leave mulling over how actually you could apply them to a business. We come into this space of building an online business with a lot of talent, a lot of ideas, dreams about what it gets to look like. And the majority of us are massively focused on and motivated by the concept of the freedom it will generate for us. So there's lots of passion and ideas, but no kind of, it's shapeless, your business at this stage. There is no firm strategy, no firm action, no clients, no money coming in, just a whole bunch of ideas and a whole lot of where do I even start? So at this stage of online business, one of the things that, well, I say online business, I use the word online tentatively because what I really recommend at this stage to anyone starting an online business is conversations, 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 connection, 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 because you are going to learn so much more about what your offer should look like based on a really good understanding of the people you want to sell it to. So when I say getting feedback, I don't mean going to ask your nan unless you're planning on selling lots of things to nans, in which case go crazy and ask your nan all the questions. But if you're looking to sell to millennials, speak to millennials. If you're looking to sell to time pressured corporate mothers, speak to time pressured corporate mothers. You get the gist. Okay. So in the early stages of building an online business, please do not distract yourself by building a website and doing loads of branding. For sure, go on social media and and find those people to have conversations with, but do not concern yourself at this stage with spending loads of money on a website and branding, because believe me, (laughs) I will tell you two and a half years into having started my own online business, we are about to launch a third website since we launched because there has been so much evolution in my business that it just felt necessary. And, um, So I really don't recommend investing heavily on any of those things in the early stages of your business. It's very important that you understand that people will not buy from you because you have a shiny brand or a shiny website. They will buy from you because you are solving a problem that they have. Yes, it is that simple. You are solving a problem they have, and that is why they will buy from you and because they trust you. But that trust will be generated from conversations and a shiny website will not be the thing that makes a difference. So please, please, please. It's the one thing I saw time and time again in the early stages of supporting people at this stage in business, which I don't do so much these days, was a lot of people spending hours creating fancy funnels, looking just like the funnels they'd seen, and then getting immensely frustrated when nobody was buying from them. Because In the early stages of growing a business, you need to be out there having the conversations and being of service, you know, jumping into Facebook groups, answering questions, establishing your authority in a space and sharing your expertise. Now, the second stage is once people have bought from you and you are making sales and you do have a clear idea of what your offer is, the second stage of growing your business, I like to kind of call like sowing the seeds, which I said this earlier on in live and I'm like, that sounds kind of rude. But anyway, I'm just going to follow off this analogy. So at this stage where you're sowing the seeds, it's about developing your brand. And when I say brand, I don't just mean like, oh, what brand colors and what fonts? I mean, yes, you can have a logo, um, some kind of basic website. Like I said, please do not go mad and spend loads of money on your website because I promise you, you're going to understand your client, your offer, the industry landscape, everything about your business a million times better by the time you've been in business a year or two. So please keep it relatively simple in the early stages and don't go crazy mad, like get something like WordPress, show it or something like that. Use something like WordPress because it's amazing for SEO and it's never too soon to start working on that with a blog, but don't feel the need to like get some crazily expensive website designer in, in the early stages. You have better ways to use your profit margins than that. 
So yeah, the early stages are once you've got some money coming in with a few offers is to work on your brand, your mission, your vision, um, and getting really clear on what makes you different from everyone else. Like I say, these things will evolve and improve with time, but having a basic understanding of that will be the thing that helps you to say, this is why you need to come and work with me. Now, of course, that then makes it easier for you and the third stage of business, which is the growth stage, to be more visible. And that means getting visible by turning up on people's podcasts. And yes, if you're interested in coming on my podcast, do reach out to me. I'm always interested to invite um, guests onto this show (laughs) Um, and getting on social media and really making your mark in the business landscape as the person to go to, the person who solves a particular problem. And yes, please, it really does need to be that simple and using words that people would use themselves. Okay. I'm not, I don't want to hear you saying I help women solve subconscious transformation issues or subconscious issues because nobody understands that except for you. Okay. So ensure that you are talking the language that people wake up at 4am saying, Oh my God, I wish I had this. And then you will have people lining up round round the block to work with you. This is a growth stage. So you've, you've started off with making sales and creating those connections. The second stage of business, you've been focusing on your brand, your logo, your website, your mission and your vision. And then the third stage is about visibility. It's getting out there. It's getting on podcasts. It's um, doing collaborations. It's doing live chats. It's, it's sharing endless reels. So everybody and their nan gets to know who you are. And then we get to the breakthrough stage, right? So with all this work you've been doing with getting visible, with everyone learning about the incredible work you do, you're at the breakthrough stage where finally you're making consistent income, which is growing month on month. This is the time that you really need to be looking at your business infrastructure, really doubling down on what you can see as working, eliminating the stuff that's wasting your time and ideally delegating. So while at this stage, the profit margins may be relatively slim. Yes, I'm encouraging you to invest in extra support because when you do that with sensible systems in place, everything gets to happen a lot faster. And I very much experienced this from going from 10K months to 20K months to now 30 to 40K months on the regular. Every single time I've hired a new team member, my income has increased enormously alongside. So it is totally worth it. And then finally, it's the scaling stage. That's when you're at like the 7.5 to 10K months and you've got, you know, one to two sales funnels converting consistently for you. And that is a time when you want to be looking at systems and ads and traffic so that you can be scaling, making more money and, and creating more impact. At the breakthrough stage, that is a stage where you need to ask yourself the question, if I were to receive 10 times as much business tomorrow, would I be able to handle it or would it break my business? And if the answer is no, that's where you need to be improving those systems and your infrastructure so that when you get to the scaling stage, it's as simple as just bringing more traffic into your funnels and everything else does the work by itself. And that's when it gets really juicy and that's where the real freedom starts to happen. And that's where you are burnout free. And But you get to be burnout free a lot earlier than that. But the truth is the first three stages of growing your business, the seed, the kind of sowing, as I called it, and growth, there is a lot of masculine energy behind that stage of the business because there's a lot of learning and learning curves and perhaps pushing yourself into lots of new things that you hadn't done previously, which can be pretty mentally and emotionally exhausting. When you get to the breakthrough stage, it is tremendous But the common kind of theme that I hear from people at that stage is, this is amazing and I'm really tired and I thought my profit margins would be bigger this stage and I thought I'd be working less hours by now. And that gets to change really rapidly when you look at your systems and you look at how you're doing things. 
Um, and so anyway, I hope this episode was helpful. I'm sharing this because I see way too often people coming to me at the stage where they haven't validated an offer trying to run ads to it in the hope that that will fix things. I see people building websites way before they need a website. I see people getting visible before they have a funnel to channel people to. I, I see people um, managing to do pretty well in their business with a totally unclear brand. And all of these things are harming their progress and having a simple understanding of the hierarchy of where you're at in your business and where it is and what it is you need to be focusing on will make such a huge difference in your ability to progress, a huge difference between you plateauing at a safe level or actually pushing through to the next level and getting to that stage where you are the CEO of your business, you know, and you are delegating to others and you are working from your zone of genius and you are living that life that you got into all of this for. So I hope this is helpful. Um, if this resonated, please do find me on Instagram. I am at Polly Lavarello. I always love to hear how these things go down with you. And yeah, I shall be back in your ears very soon. You have been listening to the Embodied Business Revolution podcast with myself, Polly Lavarello. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you enjoyed today's episode and are keen to hear more, come on over and join us behind the scenes at Embodied Business Revolution on Instagram. We can't wait to say hi.